There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I feel freedom. Have you gotten your Project Down and Dirty comedy tickets yet? Hopefully you have. But if you haven't, you better get while well, the getting's good. Because we do have tickets left, and if you buy them during the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to shout your name out. So get buying. Uh, and this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and let's get started the same way we do every day. Indeed. The three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, three. it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. All right. Well, we all know, because we've been paying attention to the world around us, that Hurricane Florence is closing in on the southeast of the United States. Um, an area covered by hurricane force winds has doubled. Far more people are going to get blasted and are about to get blasted with 74 mile uh, an hour winds, mile per hour winds or greater. Mm. And by uh, late this afternoon, Carolina coast can expect uh, can expect wind topping. I'm going to start again because I have a hurricane in my head. Yes. Winds topping 80 miles an hour. And that is just the beginning. Let's have a little listen to what's going on with Hurricane Florence. Things for this monster hurricane could not be more dire. North Carolina, my message is clear. Disaster is at the doorstep and is coming in. This is going to be, you know, a Mike Tyson punch to the Carolina coast. Officials can't stress enough. This is the last chance to get out of its path. This is a dangerous storm. We ask that you heed the, uh, heed the warnings. Today's the day. This is storm projections suddenly turned southward, potentially delivering a days-long deluge on cities such as Charleston, South Carolina. I know a lot of folks have been watching the weather reports over the last few days and thinking, well, we might just dodge this bullet. Well, now's the time to make that decision to go ahead and get out of town. Hurricane Florence now threatens more than 25 million people. With a All right, so that is just larger a, a, than a, that's a good chunk of the coverage, uh, and no doubt a lot of those things you'd already heard about. But now we're getting a better picture of where and how and when. And really, it sounds like from that coverage that about eleven o'clock tonight, um, that's when things are are going to start getting real, mm-hmm. and that's when we could see the first uh, bit of flooding come ashore. Obviously, we're going to you know continue to stay up to date on this story as as it goes along in the next few days so yeah you know i it's i i listen to that and i think 
if I am in that area and I hear a report like that, that basically says the message is clear, get out. I think I'm going to get out. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. And again, I'm not acting like I know anything other than I have lived in a place where hurricanes hit on occasion for a number of years. And there is a there is this thing in those places. And I'm sure North and South Carolina are no different. I lived on the Gulf Coast that it is it. It takes a lot to get people to leave. Yeah, uh, My parents, in fact, stayed through. I don't remember which hurricane it was. They lost everything um, for two weeks. They had no power. Uh, and it was during like the hottest part of summer. Like people just have this thing about staying in their home. So it, it you can never remind people enough or you can never scare people enough as far as I'm concerned yeah. to communicate how dangerous the storm could be. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we will... Uh, as you said, we'll keep our eye on this, and uh, we're going to talk to somebody a little bit later in the show. I was just going to say, we're going to have a guy named Mark St. John. He's going to be live from literally 300 feet from the Atlantic coast uh, with a local radio station there on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. So we'll have him uh, in the second hour of today's show. Yes, we will. All right, moving right along. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, I this is a huge right turn from what we were just talking about. But Jennifer Love Hewitt was on the Late Late Show with James Corden uh, the other night, and she told the most delightful story about her friendship with Betty White. She tells the story, because she was in a movie, uh, a Lifetime or or a Hallmark movie, um, with Betty White, a Hallmark movie, The Lost Valentine, and they became fast friends. And she tells of her first, and she calls it a date, with Betty White. You're going to love this. We went out one night. We were filming, and we went out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going on a date with Betty White. Like, I was, it's the most nervous date I've ever been on in my life, by the way. And so we go, and we're, like, chatting and having the best time. And I don't drink a lot, so, like, maybe three and a half vodkas in, I was like, whoa, I'm feeling this dinner with Betty White, okay? Mm. And so we leave, so we go to leave, and we're like, why? and it's great, and then all of a sudden I see that, like, Betty's sort of, like, like going this way towards the, and then I find myself, like, also going, and, all, like, this flat, I was like, oh, my God, I am, like, the bodyguard of a national treasure. Yeah. Like, you have got to snap it together. <laughs> like, don't kill Betty White, like, yeah. on your date, you know? So we really get her from the bushes, and so then we get back. <laughs> she didn't really go in the bush, but like she was on her way. So I get her, and we're like, you know, walking, like, woo, and we're having a great time. We get back to the hotel, and she's like, "Do you want to come up to my room?" And I'm like, "Oh, Betty, like, yes." <laughs> and so we, <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, we're going to the next level." So we get up there, and she's like, and she offers me her nightcap is gummy bears. I mean, shut the front door and lock it. Like, she's yeah. perfect. And so we, like, had gummy bears. Ba- we just gummy bears. So we, like, got drunk and we gummy I'm bears. So it was jealous. amazing. It's all I- Isn't that so That's cute? Adorable. I hope they weren't, like, those, you know, the special kind that gummy were, bears. Yeah, that yeah. were laced with some stuff. She did not get into that. But I just thought, you know, listen. That's adorable. I also do love the fact that she recognized in the moment that she was with Betty White. Yeah. And that she needed to do everything she could to make sure Betty White did not fall into those bushes. Because one shall not harm Betty White. Yeah, you don't want to be there on that watch. No, she is a national treasure. All right, moving right along. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oof, all over the map today. Okay, so yesterday we got more news about 
Another firing at CBS, Jeff Fager, who uh, is a longtime 60 Minutes producer, uh, was let go yesterday. Uh, and, and, and what you really need to know is that there was a reporter uh, named Jerrica Duncan who was working on the story about Jeff Fager mm-hmm. at CBS. Yep. And she was reaching out to him for comment. And she got a text. She reached out by text. And then she got a text back from Jeff Fager. And this is reportedly what set him down the road of getting fired. He terminated my contract early because I sent a text message to one of our own CBS reporters demanding that she be fair in covering the story. My language was harsh. CBS did not like it. I am that reporter. Since Jeff Fager publicly referred to our exchange today, I want to be transparent about it. First, here's some background. Sunday evening, I reached out to Fager for comment on the articles alleging he groped or touched CBS employees at company parties. In addition to denying these charges, Fager in a text said to me, quote, if you repeat these false accusations without any of your own reporting to back them up, you will be held responsible for harming me. He went on to say, be careful. There are people who lost their jobs trying to harm me. And if you pass on these damaging claims without your own reporting to back them up, that will become a serious problem. 60 Minutes will enter its 51st season under the leadership of executive editor Bill Owens while the search for a new executive producer begins. I have to say a slow clap for Jerrica Duncan on that reporting. Oh, for yeah, for referencing her own or sharing her own particular story. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that CBS would make that public, I think, just says a lot about CBS at this point, or at least CBS News at this point, that they weren't going to try to bury that or keep her from, you know, talking about it. Right, right. You know, um, we are in such an interesting time. And when the organization that provides the news becomes the news, mm-hmm. um, all eyes are going to be on them and how they report their own news. Uh, and in, and in this case, um, Jerrica Duncan doing her part to try to get the story right, uh, and being responded yeah. to as such. Um, absolutely. And then being able to share that was, I think this is the kind of transparency that we really want to see right now. Yeah. And you hope that it'll continue. You know, there are some signs that perhaps, um, you know, news, I think, is different, right? In a, in a sense, like news outlets, they have a goal and their goal. Um, it's not that there aren't people that try to step in in front of the news in those organizations. In fact, you know, that makes me think of the Harvey Weinstein story over at um, NBC mm-hmm. that reportedly, you know, corporate executives were trying to step in the middle of that story. But the news organization itself I feel like they are always looking for the story regardless of where it takes them. And it's just how willing, you know, executives around them are to allow them to do their job. But when left to their own devices, you know, I I would always put my faith in investigative journalists. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, uh, reminder, quick reminder, everybody, you should be buying your Project Down and Dirty comedy tickets today. All you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword comedy. Now, once you use that keyword comedy, that takes you to the landing page where you can link to buy tickets. Beyond that, you need no other words. No, there is no promo code that needs to be used. Nothing like that. 
Those low price tickets are there for the taking, right, Bradley? Yeah, absolutely. 35 bucks. You can join Jason, Mary, Billy, Linda, Nicole, Shelly, Carol, Joan, Pamela, and Jacqueline. These are just some of the ladies and gentlemen who have purchased tickets, most of them in twos, uh, for our uh, Project Down and Dirty Comedy. There are still plenty of tickets available. And here's the point that I made earlier today. There are no bad seats at uh, Mystic Lake. I've been there for numerous performances. I've been in the first row. I've been in the, you know, I won't say last row, but I've been... Um, towards the back Mm -hmm. and you're going to have a great view wherever you are. You don't have to worry about obstructed views. That $35 gets you into one of the funnest things. We, uh, most fun things that we are going to be responsible for, um, this year. Yeah. It's going to be really fun and we'd love to see you there. So buy those tickets. And when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hello. You guys, I cannot keep track of this couple from Bachelor in Paradise. I've been riveted by this. You're the only one who's keeping track. Thank God for that. Yeah, no kidding, because we've been uh, focusing on weird other things. Like what? Lots of weird things. You know, like sexual assault, harassment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) Listen, so this is a welcome. We need a break. There's a lot of that to talk about. So, right? Okay. Well, um, Jordan and Jenna found love mm-hmm. on Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. Jordan was the male model who um, danced around in golden underpants on Becca's season of The Bachelorette. Mm. Okay. They get together. He and Jenna get together on Bachelor in Paradise. They go through some perils. They end up together. He proposes to her. Then reality Steve makes public text messages that he said were sent from Jenna to another guy saying, I don't love Jordan. I don't even like him. And I'm just essentially trying to get attention through this relationship. Shocker. The story this morning was that then that caused them to break up that Jordan and Jenna split. Now, um... It looks like he has forgiven her. What? What? And what? they're going to like move forward. What? This okay. is what he posted I mean, on, on Instagram. Mm. All right. First take- he said he removed himself from the relationship. And then now he says he's forgiven her. But I don't. Bradley's going to be the voice of reason. No. Yeah, I would like Let's to be the voice of reason in. for you. What do we I know? First done. of all, ladies. In Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Yeah. Okay, right. So it's now you just got to figure out where the fake is so was the fake in like was the real thing what you described or likely there was some fakery going on was it a coordinated thing between the two of them yeah or was it a something she really was doing on the you know dl and didn't tell him but knew that it would cause controversy and drama and therefore you know, you guys headlines. can't believe Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show. Yeah, yeah I know. Our conspiracy Everything theories run is deep. suspect. Yes. It totally Where have you is. been, Elizabeth? No, I've been just, you know, watching She's been in Bachelor Nation. She's brainwashed. Okay. With, no, that's fine. We don't I have like to tell her. As long I did as... get brainwashed. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's what happened. Because then once I started watching Bachelor in Paradise, 
I started to like believe, <laughs> believe when people would be like, I just really believe in this process and I'm here for love. Elizabeth, I used to be that person. You did? And I want you to know and that there's light on the other side. Point, so yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. I know. It's ever since I gave up all the Real Housewives shows, then I only have The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. You need to scratch that itch. And so mm-hmm. then I think I've just been... The know. fake itch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fake. It's real. Fake. But it's okay. You know, like I watch a lot of fake stuff, so... okay. You know, it's just whatever, whatever you need, girl, there you, you go. get it. Okay, Madonna, this letter that's being auctioned off is pretty juicy. Have you heard about this? I feel like, is this the same one we talked about a while ago? It's, no, it's a new one. It's I think it's new. It's being auctioned off. And um, it is Madonna blasting David Letterman Ooh. in this note after her infamous appearance on the late show back in may of 1994 do you remember that she dropped the f-bomb 14 mm-hmm. times yeah. it was like insane mm-hmm. um she we've had her brother yes we've had her brother on the air and he also dropped words that he wasn't he supposed to drop mouth. so i'm just saying you well, know i'm glad you have that special button mm-hmm. in here um she gave him her underwear and then they were bickering for more than 20 minutes they were talking about peeing in the shower and it was a very passive aggressive and like awkward, very awkward. Like, is this performance art? Is this yeah. street theater? Like, what am I actually am, am watching? Am I watching? Right is this real? So it. Um. So the letter was previously published on her Icon fan site. It's expected to be sold for two thousand dollars to three thousand dollars, according to TMZ. Online bidding opening today, and then the live auction happening tomorrow. Other Madonna letters have been auctioned off in the past. One in which she bashed. Whitney Houston and Sharon Stone as horribly mediocre, as well as a love letter she received from Tupac when he was in jail in 1995. Hmm. But it's like this letter on, yeah, Mm -hmm. on a yellow legal pad, and it's just sort of funny because these things get auctioned off, and then it like it it encourages you to look back at these awkward moments because I think we get so obsessed, especially in this time period, with thinking like everything now is so bad. And people right. behave so badly. And then you look back in time and you go, people have been behaving badly forever. We oh, survived yeah. then. They were doing it on uh, stone tablets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then back we'll survive the now. So, you know, anyway. It, it does lead you to ponder what the 50 years from now people will be dealing or how people will be dealing with. Like the tweets of famous people, like, can you auction those off? I know. Because who knows? For all we know, there might be a way to sort of, you know, uh, download and store or like own the copyright to or something. It is. I mean, it's so true, though, like, especially when you look at politics. I mean, if you think like this is the craziest it's ever been. I mean, look at like the John Edwards situation. Look at I mean, look at all of these situations. Right. Look at, do you, does anyone remember Nixon? It was a big deal. Yeah, where, where <laughs> right. are you going? Be careful. I what? Know. Nixon? We don't do that here. I'm just saying, we always look at like everyone is behaving so badly. Oh. And then you, we just always been behaving the historical badly. context oh, of like yes, for right. sure. everybody in like celebrity and power and then probably just your neighbors yeah. behave badly. And, and just, I think it's kind of a good, that is a good exercise though, because it makes you kind of just chill a little just bit. Just chill a little bit everybody about Everybody chill. Okay, there's another Another conflict going on, the social media firestorm over Henry Cavill's fate in the next installment of Superman. TMZ reporting that that's a fake conflict. I did read that and I'm very excited. And it was partially, I think, because Henry Cavill himself posted something to Insties. Sources in the know are saying there's no real discussion over the main role because there's no active Superman project. Henry Cavill has felt that he was underpaid for the role and that is an issue. And some 
Others will say your performance was underwhelming, Henry Ooh. Cavill. I, I, I'm sorry, but those people can really just go smack their head against a wall because I think one of the brilliant pieces of his role was that it was understated. Oh. Okay, Bradley is blinded by pecs, so just we're just going to just keep that, take oh, that into thanks. account. Just cheapen me, fine. TMZ reporting that if, tell me it's not true. It's if true. and okay. when the next Superman project is greenlit, Henry Cavill, along with others, would be in play. If a director felt like he was the perfect guy to the role for the role, he could end up. Getting how diplomatic. Role. Yeah, I know. Um, if you love Young and the Restless, um, Doug Davidson confirmed. Is that show still on? Guys. Oh, yeah. Bold and Beautiful. It's been on for. Young I don't and think the Bold Restless. And Beautiful. Is Bold and the Beautiful still on? I don't know. I feel, I feel like, like Young and the Restless is this like. This lady that I watch on YouTube does chats about it. So oh, so it must somewhere be. Somewhere it must exist. So if you like Young it's and true. the Restless and you <laughs> like um, the guy who plays Paul Williams, his name is, the actor's name is Doug Davidson. He confirmed that he will not return after being on the uh, CBS soap opera for 40 oh my years. Gosh. And Eileen Davidson, who was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, who mm-hmm. ha- has been on Young and the Restless forever, she's leaving too if she hasn't already left. Um, so. It's just a little bit of a shift. Those shows are so fascinating because there is just no people do not have a connection to shows like they do to soap operas. Oh, and for I sure. actually think that the network's decision to say we're going to be done with this and we're going to try to fill daytime with other things was a huge mistake. Terrible oh, sure. mistake. It was a huge mistake because people had such an attachment yeah. to the shows and other like daytime talk shows that are good are really hard to come by. Right. And they could have just kept stayed steady. The with that allegiance. Bold and the Beautiful is still up and running. Oh, okay, gosh. And All My Children is online. Mm. Is Days of Our Lives still it on? It is. Okay, good. Thank you, Elizabeth Ooh, Reese. 651 We do need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Betsy on the line. And what is she playing for, Brad? Uh, well, hopefully Betsy Ross will have it all sewed up. But before we find that out, <laughs> Betsy <laughs> will cute. be playing for a pair of run of engagement movie passes to see A Simple Favor starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively coming to theaters September 14th. That's tomorrow. All right, Betsy, ready? I am. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who is Ellen DeGeneres' wife? The Voice airs on what network? NBC. In Mean Girls, the girls wear what color on Wednesdays? Pink. Who is Bella and Gigi Hadid's mom? Yolanda Hadid. Who who was memorialized in Elton John's re-recorded version of Candle in the Wind? Princess Diana. Yay! Congratulations, Betsy. Betsy. You did got it all oh, sewed up. You got it all sewed Thanks. up, Betsy Ross. Com- congratulations. Uh, we do play that game every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, I don't think we've had a winner since the state fair. So congratulations to Betsy. And then when we're done with that game, we like to move on and solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. 
first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an actor. Mm. An actor. That's all the information wow. that right. I have. I know. Things. Just an actor. We don't have any I, Look, this is from the blind item. This cool, is yeah. NT Lawyer's right, uh, decision. All right. And also think of a movie studio. Okay. okay. All right. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Certain people over at this studio know what happened in China, but the numbers are few. They are trying to make sure they have a chance at leaving the door open for a return. Yes, despite what he did. Apparently, they feel since it was legal there and there were no witnesses who will say anything, that he might be able to come back. Hmm. So we're saying an actor did something naughty in China? Yes. Uh, Matt Damon? And no. Uh. Think about a studio... And think about a person who recently lost a high-profile gig at a particular movie studio playing a particular character. Superman? Henry Cavill? Oh! What? What did he do in China? I don't know. Uh, Something that's legal there? Well, also China... But not legal here? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's uh, that, we are to believe? That is what we are to believe with this blind item. Quickly, Google, what's legal in China that's not legal here? I would here? imagine they don't legalize prostitution. I feel like nothing is legal in China. Right, that's what's kind of... Okay, go on. Oh, Let me fill in the blank for an you. An underage experience. Could yeah. very well, well be. Well, I'm just saying. Go yeah. ahead. All right, certain people over at Warner Brothers know what happened in China, but the numbers are few. They are trying to make sure that they have a chance at leaving the door open for a return. Yes, despite what mm, Henry Cavill did. Apparently, Warner Brothers feels since it was legal there and there were no witnesses who will say anything that Henry Cavill might be able to come back. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't anything too bad because no. then they would be like, like, like the no whole way, legal, Jose. not legal. They wouldn't try to, you know, fudge that. So I would imagine it maybe has something to do with drugs. Well, and now I will say that there was a blind item on crazydaysandnights.net and we didn't read it. However, basically, uh, the blind item said that it's a good thing that Henry Cavill has a new job at Netflix because Netflix is very lax in their hmm, code of ethics, perhaps, and that oh. they'll just let a lot of people come and work at their uh, streaming service. Well, yeah. oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. I see Kevin Spacey. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Moving on. We've got a confirmed blind item here from crazydaysandnights.net. Let's think of a foreign-born former A-plus list tweener and his lady. A foreign-born former A-plus list tweener and his lady are the subjects of this confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning the identities have been officially published. This foreign-born former A-plus list tweener is being pressured by his girlfriend to get her a record deal. Um... She doesn't sing. Is this like a Bieber, Haley Baldwin experience? Oh, God. No, we don't need an... I mean, who that explains that a, a lot idea. about the relationship. Well, remember, it? the relationship was totally fake, and it was to get her career... It was basically, wait, uh, it was something about like him? when she has difficulty paying her bills, <clears throat> that's when yeah. we see her hanging out with yes. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. When she has difficulty paying, but what is he getting out of it again? Uh, tail. I mean, he can get that for free. I mean, yeah, that's but true. I don't feel like you need to go consistent through a fake tail. Fiance. I don't know. No, I think there's got to be a better story as to what he's getting out of this deal. Holly, can you fill in the blanks to that one? Yes, Justin Bieber is being pressured by Haley Baldwin to get her a record deal, even though Haley doesn't sing. 
I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that somebody got a record deal who couldn't sing. Oh, that's for sure. True. I mean, in the history of the world. I mean, Madonna. I'm I mean, sorry. Ooh, that was, oh, a, that was, was harsh. Yeah. Do we need to go back and delete that from the broadcast? Well, insofar as I'm allowed to go home tonight. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh. We don't want Jamie to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. She right. can um, sing. She can sing. It was a joke. Calm down. It's not like I'm Norm MacDonald. Stick a pin in that. All right, moving on. McDonald, gladly. <laughs> moving on. Uh, another confirmed blind item for you from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning we now know the identity of the subject of this following blind item that was published last week on crazydaysandnights.net about a foreign-born permanent A-list model. A foreign-born permanent A-list model, the subject of this blind item. This foreign-born permanent A-list model couldn't stop doing coke at a show honoring her. I don't know. The first person that comes to my mind is Kate Moss. No. Um, Is it Giselle Bündchen? No. Remember, Uh, she's very healthy. mm -hmm. Or she would like you to think. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, look, I'm I'm skinny. Coke. Um, Wouldn't be the first model. Uh, Again, I'm not Norm MacDonald. Stop sending email. (laughs) Who? Naomi Campbell? I'm Okay. Oh, God, why? Read the thing. (laughs) And you're shocked by this? Here's your blind item. Naomi Campbell couldn't stop doing coke at a show honoring her. Was this during New York Fashion Week? Uh, Could very well have been, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I just, that's so sad. Don't do that. Don't do drugs, kids. So, um, do we do we have any pictures of her? Let's see, New York Fashion Week. I just want to see what she's looking. Yeah, you know, I honest to God, I don't think I've seen Naomi Campbell uh, around for a while. Um, But she does. You know that NT lawyer, like he must have somebody on the inside with her because he gets a ton of stories about Naomi Campbell. Well, I will say Essence Magazine was, it, here's the headline, Essence Magazine to honor Naomi Campbell at New York Fashion Week. There it is. Essence mm-hmm. Magazine will honor catwalk legend Naomi Campbell during Fashion Week. Uh, the mag will toast her storied career at the annual Street Style Festival at uh, Duggle Greenhouse, September 9th. She'll be honored along with Kellis and fashion influencer Kelly Brown. What's a fashion um, influencer? Are, when you said, Probably someone who takes pictures of themselves on, on Instagram. Instagram. When you just said uh, she'll be honored along with Kellis. The singer, yeah. You mean my milkshake? Yeah. The fashion icon will be, what well, it's Essence. So to? presumably they're throwing in like a little music, a little fashion. Right. I just have not heard her name in a very, very long time. Oh. And I didn't realize that she was still making music. Well. Or is yeah. she? Yeah. She okay. used to be married to Nas. Okay. Remember? She performed uh, September 8th and 9th at the 2018 One Music Fest. Who knew? Yeah. So she's doing stuff. Apparently I'm not plugged in. She has also, uh, as of September 8th, shared her actual milkshake recipe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she opened a pop-up restaurant in London. Was it a milkshake restaurant? Yeah. It's awesome. They sell a lot more than milkshakes. Who knew? Well... (laughs) I That's mean. interesting. Okay, good for her. Alice uh, is busy. Let's really quickly uh, give some shout outs to people who have purchased their uh, My Talk 1071 exclusive oh, yes. project down and dirty mm. comedy tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you to Beth, Stephanie, Paula, Linda, Mindy, Karen, 
And Mike, he works here, but that's cool. Thanks for thanks for showing up, Mike. Uh, but everybody else, thank you for getting your tickets. And there are still tickets available. You just have to go to mytalk1071.com, keyword comedy. That'll take you to the landing page. You just click there. You get your tickets. And uh, you get to see a fun show, right, Brad? Indeed, you do. So those $35 tickets get you, as you uh, said, Colleen, a ticket to a great show. And, of course, you know, make a dinner out of it. Go to the buffet beforehand. Mm-hmm. You can do that on your own. But um, there's all sorts of di- great dining options, actually, at Mystic Lake. Make a weekend out of it. I don't know. Book a hotel room. I bet right? a, a number of listeners will be doing that. In fact, I've heard from one or two who have purchased rooms and are going to be spending the weekend there uh, after the show. Um, there's tons to do. But most importantly, you want to come see us and 100% of the proceeds of those tickets benefit uh, among others our very own charity the stevie ray skills for life uh, organization yeah we're really excited to get started on project down and dirty and you can do your part today helping us all out by buying your tickets all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're just gonna see if you can answer an impossible question that comes from a child my child to be specific we need three callers 651-641-1071 who think that they are really good at answering impossible kid questions when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 can you answer an impossible question from a child this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainer inment I'm going to I got stuck. Do you smell something? <laughs> Do you smell almonds? My mouth is going toast? a different direction than the rest of everything. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Okay, so here's the deal. I have uh, I have an eight-year-old son who is the best question asker in the entire world. Yeah, he's at that age where, you know, like I've got a million questions that I need answers to, most of which you're probably like, what? All of which I'm yeah. like, what? And so I collect them and I typically will tweet them just because I want to keep a good record of them and they're kind of funny and I want the world to enjoy them. But I got to thinking, you know, because oftentimes I am dumbstruck when this happens. He asks a question and I think to myself, I have no answer at the ready i thought we need to bring this to the masses and bring the experts on and the experts being the audience self-declared experts so uh we're going to do a little segment called answer keller's question any questions questions? can i ask you something i have a question i have very important question for you it's time to answer keller's question i have questions okay so we've asked three very uh Uh, self-described experts to call in people who think that they're really good at answering seemingly impossible questions from children. And we are going to pose Keller's question to each of them individually and see what their answers are. And Bradley, you will be in charge of giving the actual real answer. That's such a responsibility. Okay, I'm going to Google. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the question? Well, let's start with Kim. Let's get Kim on the line. And uh, Kim, are you ready to answer Keller's question? I am ready. All right, here it is. I have questions for you. Does anyone know what cats think about? Kim? Yes? What do cats think about? Uh, cats think about uh, chasing things. They think about little things scurrying on the floor, um, balls of yarn. Yeah. And where are their next meal's coming from? Mm. That is a good answer. Thank you very much, Kim. Very similar to my life. Uh, exactly. Where's your next meal coming from? Let's go to Christine. Christine, can you answer Keller's question? Here it is one more time. 
Uh, Typically, what I will say is, why don't you ask Alexa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because although she has bad answers, she does. She's terrible. She gets sassy sometimes. Well, if if you ask a question like, "What do cats think of?" She's gonna be like, "Uh, "I will Google." This article and, and just pull up your phone. Mm-hmm. Your kid doesn't got a phone though. They don't got phones he can yet, use right? Mine. Okay, so yeah, he probably knows. Or how to like use write it, it in a letter and then we'll take it to the question fairy later. And I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. No, I literally just said no. Nobody okay. can possibly hey, actually know what cats think about. Yeah. And Were again, you like on the toilet at mom. the time? You wow. just didn't have time. No, yeah, way to kill you his guys, curiosity. No, you have to understand that that question comes mm-hmm. in the middle of a lot of other questions. And so there is a time when you just think, I think I'm done with the questions. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... We're going to talk. We got to talk about Norm McDonald. Holy buckets. He won't stop Uh, talking. How do you ruin your career in 24 hours? It continues with Norm McDonald. Uh, We'll get you all updated on what he's been saying in the last 24 hours on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's do it. On my talk 107.1.